Welcome to Below the Fold, the most honest and raw digital marketing podcast around. It's good to be back. Coming back with a bang. I might be hiring someone to speak for me. So you think you're an SEO ninja, eh? That was just my little fantasy in the back of my head. Here's the tip. Oh, I know the tip. Are you the one who told me the tip? I need you to come up with 50 business ideas. I'll be back in two hours. I think I need a new title. Hello and welcome to another episode of Below the Fold, where some of the best content is just to scroll away. I'm not your host, Paxton Gray, and to the right of me, I have your host, Jacob Perry. Thank you, Paxton. That was beautiful. That was well done. Thank you. Paxton's back for our last episode of the season. That's right. And Brandon is sitting out in his car taking a conference call, so he may step in at any time. Uh, you can tell how much of a priority this show is for him. Actually, that's not that's not fair. We are starting 30 minutes earlier, 15 minutes earlier than we normally do because Paxton's got some something. Yep. Got some a child to attend to. Yeah. Yeah, kids. They always get in the way. Anyway, we thought it was really co- we thought it would be really cool to have Paxton on for the last episode. I can see Brandon walking in now and uh this will be fun. Anyway, Paxton is here. He's a guest. He's not coming back as a host. Maybe yep. one day one maybe one day we'll get him back. Brandon, welcome to the show. What's up, man? Good to be here, everybody. Dang, <laughs> we should, had we waited even two minutes, you would have made it. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm here just in time. That's we right. Started without you. So we did start without you. Brandon, welcome to the show. I'm glad you did. I was going to tell you. Go ahead and. No one wants to listen to my voice anyway, right? Come Dude. on. Come on, Brandon. You're looking skinny, sh- man. Am he, I really? Holy moly. Doesn't yeah. he look good? Yeah. He's training for a marathon. I, I know. We're friends on Nike Plus. Oh. So I see. Yeah. I know. Cole's catching up to me. I don't yeah. know what he's running for, but. Yeah, he's going nuts, too. I'm outing him on the mileage. But, uh, what, yeah, what, thanks, what is, guys. Hang on. What, what, what does that mean? Um, he, like, you can, how are you measuring this? He's getting more more miles than than uh, per, per day or what? So when you're like friends with people on this app, it's like you're in a club together, and Usually, so I can just hop on and see like how many miles do I have this month, this yeah. year, this week, and it will compare to your friends. Yep. I'm usually in the lead, but I also am probably friends with people who don't run a lot, so it just makes me feel better about myself. Dude, I'll I'll befriend you, and you'll feel real good. Yeah. <laughs> Add you to the list. Yeah. And it's like, there's X number of friends who have no miles. I'm like, yes. Yes. I need to add more people like that. So is this something that you put in your shoe, or it's on your phone, or what? Uh, in, what, use, what is this, the 2000s? <laughs> <laughs> I just use put the in your app. Shoe. <laughs> so you just download the Nike Run app. Totally GPS, free. man. So you have to run with your phone. Yeah. Which I don't uh, mind. You can also no, you don't have to. You can uh, run with your watch, and then it will sync up the GPS uh, data to your map. I'm not sure my watch would work. Uh, yeah, well, get a watch from uh, the current century. <laughs> it is for the current century. <laughs> hey, Brandon, how good does it? How good does it feel to have Paxton on the show right now? Man, I was excited when you said Paxton coming. No, no joke, man. Like I'm like I can close my eyes and Paxton will like say something and then I have to open them to realize that he's actually sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you just said. Anyway, so Brandon, what do we have in store for our last episode of the season? Oh boy, oh boy. We got some good stuff. 
Should we apologize to the people who are wanting to watch us live right now? You know, I all two I, uh, of them. We uh, get way more than that. I asked Jacob earlier what his plans were for uh, season four, and this is what he said: actively, consciously saying, "Hey, screw good marketing. I'm oh, dang take it. Advantage, squeeze it dry, and I'm just gonna rape the heck out of it." <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> where did that come from? <laughs> I. I just listened to that episode today, and I was like, I have to get that clip on the show. <laughs> that was the last episode. Oh, that was last week? Yeah. Uh, Squeeze it dry. I'm just going to rape the heck out of it. <laughs> what, what was I even talking about? Uh, I was uh, talking about how people uh, overuse a new like marketing tactic. Oh, yeah, and, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Brandon. We kept interrupting you. My, man, my, uh, I left my computer in my car all day, which is probably 100 and who knows what. And now my computer's like all jacked. It's got the wrong year. Wow. That's not good. It's like a reset or something. So do you need someone else's computer to no. look your stuff Well, up? I've got like Slack, internet connection. Well, let me, uh, while I'm pulling this up, one thing I do remember off the top of my head was one that I just saw this morning. News came out yesterday with Facebook Watch. Have you guys seen this? Yes. Facebook's uh, much more direct attempt at... Uh, I guess you could say YouTube and even like Netflix. I guess they're going to be having wait, their wait, own wait. original shows. So, uh, okay. So I watched the little video that they released. Yep. Uh, for some reason, audio didn't work. I don't even know if it had audio. But what I understood it to be is just basically a platform where people can share videos uh, that are hosted on other platforms. But is it itself a only work with content hosted on Facebook's platform? That's that was my impression because I looked. I don't have it yet. They're rolling it out slowly on your phone. Facebook has redesigned the little video icon to like be the watch tab. So it's part of Facebook, whether it's desktop or mobile. It's just a new tab, and it's content that's hosted on there. Because right now the video is definitely more of like you're not purposely going to Facebook to watch video. You kind of just stumble across a video and then get stuck in a wormhole just going down the feed. So this is this is not live. Like, we're not talking about live no. Facebook because people deliberately go to Facebook for Facebook Live. Yeah, no. we're talking, like, basically, you can go and, like, YouTube. search shows, like, content that... And it sounds like it's open for content creators to Well, Well, that makes sense. Stuff. It, it totally makes sense because people go to Facebook to go down their feed, right? Like, there's no search bar. You're not searching for content. You're just flipping through and looking at content that people are sharing. It's it, They didn't build it that way. Yeah. So is this a separate thing or in your feed there's going to be a search bar? I'm sure it's going to be inside your – I don't think it's going to – there will probably be a search bar, but I'm assuming that this is also going to be integrated into your feed. So if any one of your friends interacts or uploads or somehow contributes to content on their platform, it will appear on your feed, I would assume. Right. Okay, so that makes sense. But it's not like a separate app if that's what you're asking. No, that's not what I'm asking. But it has to be a separate section, right? Yeah, it's it's a new tab. I think they're – To be the one sharing They've redesigned their video – tab which already exists now it's going to be the watch wait hang on because paxton you were saying you were thinking it was just a platform for people to share existing videos but that's already built in uh yes that's right so you didn't think there was a difference or what um i don't know (laughs) to be honest i didn't when i read it or when i watched the video i was like this whole thing seems pointless so i will say this if they generate their own content right like Netflix is doing, I think that would be pretty cool. Netflix has come out with some pretty cool shows. Uh-huh. In fact, 
what's cool about that is if Netflix original plan w- w- had worked, they would have never created their own stuff. They started creating their own stuff because all, all the other, you know, owners of the content didn't want it on Netflix or right. whatever the politics were there. Uh, you know, who's not good at creating their own stuff. Apple. Have you seen any of Apple's shows? Uh, Carpool Karaoke and uh, Planet of the Apps. I've seen that one. Wait, Carpool Both. Karaoke with I hate James Carpool Karaoke crap. So James, what's his name? James yeah, James Corden. Yeah, so they're spinning that off into its own show, and I don't think he's I don't think he's always on it. I think it's Wait, two different people that every was, time. That was Apple. Just so they just released the first episode, which was Will Smith and James whatever James Corden. Corden? Yeah. Wait. What? I'm sorry. This was all part of James Corden's TV show. It was. Show. It was. And now they spun it off into its own 20-minute show. Okay. Hmm. I haven't I haven't watched the Carpool Karaoke, but it's getting terrible reviews. Why would it get terrible? Are they doing something different? Because the original was, like, huge. Uh-huh. Is so it because I, they're trying to turn it into an episode and they're, like, just trying too hard now? Yeah. I mean, basically, it's coming off as, like, inauthentic, highly edited, and very, like, Apple in that sense. Um Whereas the original carpool karaoke, like the person would just stick their head out of the window randomly and to passersby, and and it would film them freaking out that there's a star just passing by in this car. Uh, but like none of that stuff happens. I think there's one part where Will Smith gets out with James Corden and they take a, a helicopter to pass over traffic. It's like obviously staged and not like authentic yeah. like the other ones are dude there was one episode where james corden had jennifer lopez's phone and was going through her contacts like who 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 do you have who what famous yeah. people do you have in your contact list and he found leo dicaprio's info and typed out a text message like hey i'm going clubbing tonight you want to i don't remember exactly what it was and then she was she didn't think he was going to send it and he just sent it and, huh. and she was like freaking out that he just sent this random text and then Leo got back like, yeah, you want to get together? <laughs> anyway, I thought it was really funny. Yeah, so that's the kind of stuff that I think people liked about the original that just doesn't happen on on this, which, you know, happens a lot with corporate I had no idea marketing. that Apple did that. And I knew of Planet of the Apps, but I didn't know Apple did that one either. They're, yeah, uh, they're going to be doing more too. Okay, so Planet of the, App, Planet, Planet of the Apps was a flop? Uh, so Are they far. still doing it? I think it's still. I think it's still going. Is it an adoption thing? Because honestly, like, do you have to go through iTunes? No, it's it's the same. They're getting the same kind of reviews. Where, uh, well, I think you, yeah, you do. You go through uh, iTunes to get it. Uh, but the problem is, it, it's getting the same criticism in that it's not authentic. It's like super polished, but in an awkward way. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Which I, can, I get. From I can see what Apple I've coming seen. out with that. Yeah, kind of stuff. That's funny. They always they always use agencies too for their stuff. I bet like they, they don't have an will. Team. I bet they'll figure it out and they'll hit their stride. But it's been off to a rocky start. Hmm. Well, they've got plenty of R and D money to throw at it. Oh yeah. Hmm. Speaking okay. of Netflix, do you know how much debt they have? No. Which, how much would you guess? Zero. Or do you think they're profitable? No, I would probably guess they're not profitable. Ooh. And how much debt? A hundred million. What about you, Paxton? Any guesses? Uh, I'm just going to cover our bases and say zero. Uh, Twenty point five billion dollars in oh. debt. You're kidding. Twenty five oh billion. Twenty five. Uh, Twenty point five billion. 
Oh, yeah. So almost 21. Big, wow. Big difference. Five billion short there, buddy. <laughs> but the main reason is, uh, and I think they do like 2.5 billion a year. So it's just a lot of like long-term production investments to get all this original. Yeah, that's over 10 years long-term. Which makes, I don't know, like when I see that, it's like, dang, it makes me nervous to invest in their stock. Netflix is awesome, but what if this doesn't... Uh, Are you investing in there? Do you have stock in Netflix? I, I had stock, and then I sold like, like a chunk uh, right before it blew up even more. When I was about to leave on my mission to Mexico for two years, I had $3,000, and I thought to myself, I could either put this in a cash deposit and walk away with $3,000 when I get back, right. or I can buy a bunch of shares of Apple, or... I can buy $3,000 worth of Bitcoin, which at the time was $10 of Bitcoin. Mm. How much was Apple at the time? Uh, it was, I think it was like $40. So I would have, I would have uh, doubled now, I guess like tripled my money. But with Bitcoin, I would have walked away with, I would be at like $300,000 right now. Dang, uh, stinks. Paxton. Stinks. That sucks. I chose the CD, by the way. <laughs> safe guy yeah oh boy <laughs> uh, that's awesome okay so let's skip the facebook video stuff because paxton thinks that's boring he also has opinions about the other two st- things you're going to bring up was that uh one about duncan <laughs> yeah yeah so the news is i i've heard two things i haven't looked into it since i shared this story uh, a few days ago but duncan was look dunking donuts was looking into dropping donuts and just being Dunkin'. And I guess at some of their locations are already kind of testing it with their wrapping and product display, which... Uh, when you say testing, what are they measuring? Like at the end of the test, what... If what, people, what? like, I don't know, get pissed off at the camera, <laughs> what the hell is this? Where's the donuts? <laughs> no, like, I, I, like I'm laughing, but seriously, how do, you, how do you test that? I know that's, I think that's a pretty common practice where you're like, okay, let's test this with consumers but I think what, the test is that, that, like, roll it out in just a couple locations, enough for the media to pick it up and people to talk about it and then see how people respond. Um, because it's not like, hey, we're changing. It's Duncan's looking into ch- changing. Yeah. And that's enough to get people talking. Do you guys remember when Burger King's ad agency did that fake test where they took away the Whopper mm, and nope. it filmed people's reactions? Like, they took it off the menu? Yeah. People got up and they're like, where's the Whopper? Yeah, so they took it off the menu. You couldn't order it, and they would film people just getting pissed off that there was no Whopper, and that was the commercial. It's a pretty good idea. Um, pissing your customers off is a good idea. No, but basically showing oh. everyone how bad they want the Whopper. Oh, you know. Okay, yeah, I kind of like that. So with the Duncan thing, is the idea they test it out and see if people show up and be pissed off, like? Hey, why'd you guys, why are you guys messing with this American tradition? Yeah, I don't know how they, I don't know how you efficiently test that out. You know who cares more about Dunkin' Donuts than we do? People in the East. Yep. I don't even know where the nearest Dunkin' Donuts is around here. I've never been to a Dunkin' Donuts before. I know of one in downtown Salt Lake. But I think they're trying to <laughs> compete with Starbucks. Let's edit that one out. <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll keep that in, just in case our downtown Salt Lake listeners. <laughs> They're gonna be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, finally, they remembered us. Some recognition, uh, especially the people who work there. They'll love that. 
Okay. Let's skip the Dunkin' Donuts one, too. <laughs> hey, hold on here. I got this article here. Donut hold on? Whoa. Hold on here. So Adweek did this article basically saying if these 10 companies followed Dunkin', this is what their name would be. So I'll just say the proposed name, see if you can guess the company. Most of these I think <laughs> I'm you sorry. are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, seriously, I'm really, really sorry. I literally was not listening to you. Hey, when, the last thing you said. I, you probably don't have to, and you'll still be able to play along. <laughs> if 10 of these companies followed the example of Duncan and dropped a word in their name, this is what their name would be. I'm going to read those names, and you're going to tell me what the company actually is. Okay. First one, Barrel. Crack, 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 crackle Barrel. Crate and Barrel. Crackle. Which one? Cracker Barrel. Crackle. Uh, Wait, what, you, what are you saying? Cracker. Cracker Barrel, sorry. Cracker Barrel. Next one, Bell. Taco. Which there's already a bike company called Bell, right? Bike? Yeah, like uh, they do like outdoor gear and stuff. Bike, bicycle. Isn't there also like a telephone company? Probably. Um, I think they're used to, I don't know. Maybe it was AT&T. And in this article, they actually go through and like redesign the logo. Oh, nice. What it would look like. If if we had a TV in here, we could put that up there. That's a good idea. All right, what's next? Next one, King. Burger. Burger King. I thought these were going to be harder. What about Way? Safe. United. Subway. Mm. <laughs> what about Q? Tip. I'm going to the Q. Uh, wait, is it the it's, letter Q These are all. Q-U-E? Let me give you a clue. These are all restaurants, by uh, the way. Circle? No, that's K. I don't know what Q is. Dairy Queen. Oh, that would just be Queen. Yeah. Well, they said Q. Okay. okay. See the logo? Q. I'm going to the Q. No, no one says I'm going to the Queen. Well, no one says I'm going to <laughs> Bell. <laughs> um, how about uh, Cream? Crispy. Crispy Cream. What about Guys? Five. I'm going oh, to nice. Guys. Five Guys. Two more. Carl. Junior. See, Carl could pull it off, I think. I'm just trying to look at that logo. Like, I'm going to Carl's. No one says I'm going to Carl's Jr. That's not Carl. Uh, That's not Carl. I say so Carl's Carl. Jr. Yeah, but then you put the S on the end. I'm going to Carl's. <laughs> I don't know. But then you got to sound like a trucker. Like... <laughs> and then uh, Hard. <laughs> That's a horrible name, but Hardy. Hardy's. <laughs> anyway, oh. enough of that. That's the uh, that's the Duncan trivia game. First and last time we ever play it. Jacob wins. Okay, so, okay. What's the third thing? LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn. Uh, yes. Um, gosh, man, my internet. I have so many... LinkedIn mentorship reports. LinkedIn has come out with a new application that allows you to easily find mentors in your area. To hook up with. (laughs) So my understanding is that it is kind of designed like Tinder, where you just kind of flip through, and if you you match up with somebody, you got yourself a mentor. Or a mentee. Or a mentee. Yeah, basically. Or mentiras. But it's LinkedIn trying to get a little more hip. Okay, so Which they need to. Right, but do, uh, this does not feel like it's going to work. Yep. Probably not. I agree. Let's let's take a look at this. If you are a mentee, this makes way more sense. Mentiroso? A mentiroso? No. If you are a mentee, this makes sense, right? But yeah, it's harder to find a mentor than it is to find a mentee. Oh yeah, it'd be super easy to find a mentee. But how how do you filter? 
because Tinder, it's based on location and age. So I believe this one you can filter based off of things like industry, Makes sense. maybe title. Don't remember that part, but you can filter. So you're like, I'm looking for a mentor in digital marketing who's at, at, at least a director level. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then if you're a mentor, what kind of mentee would you look for? Well, I think it's more so the mentors just say, hey, I'm willing to mentor people. Here's my experience. And then the mentees are then the saying, hey, I need to find this person. And this article points out there are some potential downfalls, for example, or potential downfalls. How much help is too much to be asking the people who are offering their services for free before they charge? Could this turn into one of those things where, hey, I'm a life coach and I'm just using this as lead generation? Sure. People are coming to me and, yeah, yeah, let me answer some questions. By the way, I have a course that you can subscribe to. Or, by the way, I've got a book. They're also going to be, I mean, it's it's increasingly a problem on LinkedIn for women who are just hit on by dudes. There's just going to be another platform for them to do that. (laughs) Show me your boobs. (laughs) (laughs) That would fly on LinkedIn. Those are the three stories. Then I had that uh, industry report that I just got today from HubSpot. Some interesting this is based things. on lead gen. Okay, first of all, let's let's make this very clear that we are done with current events. Done. Unless you have any, or no. did you already give some? Dude, you're the current events guy. <laughs> no, I have opinions. Wait. Okay. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to move on. What do you got? I just want to plug stuff. Like what kind of stuff? This HubSpot? Stuff? No. Wait, are you, are you pulling DMC into this? Yep. Go ahead. Uh, so some of you may have been wondering why, you know, why isn't the handsome sound of Paxton Gray on the air anymore? And the reason is I've been hard at work on uh, several projects, one of which being, uh, SLC, SEM, DMC, write that down. SLC, SEM, DMC. I hear Uh, a rebrand is coming up. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Uh, anyway, it's a digital marketing conference this year and I've been in charge of kind of putting it all together and we're in the final stages of that. Uh, it's going to be August or September fourteenth uh, and fifteenth. <laughs> September fourteenth and fifteenth. Six thing. weeks away. Uh, we've got some awesome speakers from Google, from Bing, from Snapchat, uh, from Sonic Drive-In. Um, the guy who kind of ran the campaign that won some Cannes Lion Awards. Uh, we have Dan Markham, who is the What's owner. Inside? What's inside? YouTube channel um, coming. Uh, a lot of really we have Marty Weintraub. If any of you uh, know Marty, super fun speaker, uh, and a bunch of other really cool speakers. It's best best year yet. So, and you can go to slcsem.org slash below the fold for a ten percent <laughs> promo code. That's not true, but uh, <laughs> you can email me Paxton at ninety seventh floor dot com for a promo code if you want. Mm. Uh, but you can buy your tickets at slcsem.org button in the top right. Uh, so there's that. Uh, so what does the promo code get them? I think it's I can get them ten percent off, maybe fifteen percent off. Yeah. So just quickly go make a below the fold page, and I'm just kidding. You don't yeah. have to do that. Okay. SLC SEM DMC. Yep. Coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Yep. Okay. Come on out. Anything else, Paxton? Uh, no. I'm working on a really cool project that I will. Maybe come back on the show on to announce closer is, to Christmas time. It's like a late night show now, or we just get people to come and 
Yeah, to speak, it, speak in your mic, brother. And yeah. Plug their products. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Also, a uh, couple other things we forgot to mention at the beginning. We mentioned this at the end of last week. We are now available on Google Play, which is a big deal. And that's all I got. Okay. So also, you, I don't know. If, have you made? Did you say that this is the end of season? Yeah. Three? This is the this is the season finale of season three. Next week starts season four, and we've got some pretty cool stuff coming up. Sweet. Okay. All right. HubSpot. So HubSpot released a report today. You don't know if it came. I out do today. not know. I what got it say? today. What does it say? So what it is, it's a uh, demand generation marketing surveys, 2017 report. They surveyed, um, let's see, 350 plus companies of, across all different industries. So it's not just, you know, B2B, uh, e-commerce, education, stuff like that. Some of the key takeaways, and I'll open to some of this to trivia, email campaigns achieve on average a what percent open rate? 4%. Across these open rate. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. Open rate. Open rate, probably, let's say, uh, 31%. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go, yeah, I'll go with 25%. 17% open rate. Okay, oh, so across I win. All I win. One point. No, we both lost. No, closest. No. Closest, closest without going over. Closest wins. What about <laughs> what about clo- uh, click-through rates? 4%. Uh, uh, 2.5%. Four percent. Oh, what do you get if you're exactly right? Nothing. You get negative. So industry <laughs> industry wide, not industry wide, across all industries, on average, from the companies that they surveyed, seventeen percent open rate for emails, four percent click through rate. So if you're marketing, look at your numbers, see how those compare. Obviously, you want to get specific into your industry, which they do break down because some are higher than others. <laughs> Is this digital was, marketing an industry on there? <clears throat> Is digital marketing industry? Yeah, or something close. Um, the industries were stuff like, gosh, man, I, I downloaded this document, and it's still downloading. It's still downloading. Being like laggy. Oh, uh, here we go. So it's stuff like here's the industries: uh, consumer products, marketing agencies, IT and services, financial, healthcare, manufacturing, media, education, nonprofit. I'm guessing that. Either healthcare or nonprofit have the highest for um, for open rates. Sure, healthcare. Let me, let me look these cost per lead, click through rate. Oh, here we are. Open rates on emails. You're saying who has the highest? I'd say healthcare. Healthcare um, is 19, percent but it's so not above the average. Was that? It's above average. A little above average. My second guess would be nonprofit. Um, yeah, nonprofit 24% wow. is the highest. The lowest was media and publishing 14%. Okay. Probably because they're spamming. And then click through rates, the highest was manufacturing. Wow. But this is very skewed. Sure. I mean, you're talking 3%, 4%, 5%, but the graphs look like crazy. Cherry picking data there in those graphics. Anyway, here's the most interesting thing I saw, and I'll ask you this. The nice thing is, is I did not ask you this before, so this is an honest guess. Guess, what area of marketing do you think most companies are putting their resources towards? What marketing tactics? Is this multiple choice? Let me give you some choices here. <laughs> Email marketing, traditional ads, social media, SEO, 
trade shows, marketing automation, online advertising slash media placement, content creation. So you're asking where are these companies putting most of their money? Yep. I'd say traditional. You're saying traditional ads. Yeah. That came in um, fifth. Fifth? Yeah. Okay. 34%. What are my other options? Let me narrow it down. Content, online, content creation, online ads. Oh, it's definitely online ads. Social media marketing. Online ads. It's online ads. Online ads is number two, 44%. Number one. Social. Content creation. Holy cow. A significant amount of money is being spent on... um, I can tell you one company that is not spending a lot of money on content creation. Hmm. Is their colors orange? (laughs) Their colors? Like more than one color? Their branding color orange? (laughs) Yes. Okay. I don't know if we can say their name without getting sued. Vivint Smart Home is not spending enough money on content creation, but we're working on that. And what do you mean? How do you define content creation? Because some people look at content, they're like, blog posts. But content, I would say, is much more. So blog posts, I would I would include in that. Video, uh, I, I don't know, normal content creation stuff. Do you spend a lot of time on lead pages? No. Okay. Because that's kind of content. I mean, we do spend some time. Like, do you guys look and say, what are some super top of funnel offers? No. We just barely hired a content marketing manager who is now basically in charge of all the content creation for upper funnel. And he just started last week. So okay, we're, we're getting there. Fair enough. Yep. Here's the second most surprising thing. In fact, no, I'm going to say this is the most surprising thing. Whoa. Deep down on the list and HubSpot even uh, made this comment as well, man, viewing this in like the PDF on this Mac is a joke, but uh, one of the smallest ones my goodness. Sorry, listeners. Is SEO was that, down that to the bottom. That surprises you? That surprises me. That even though it's still one of the most valuable things you can do, companies aren't putting a lot of resources into SEO. Well, I think I think that the data there is skewed a little bit because... Companies have different definitions of you, SEO. Yeah, because content creation is a huge part of SEO. So if people are dumping money in content creation, there's, there's huge benefits... Just from that in SEO. So now SEO has almost become kind of the technical stuff, right? And how, how much money do you need to dump into the te- technical side of SEO? Not a lot. Not a ton. So A lot of time. Yeah. I mean, it is a lot of time and, and you should spend you know some time every month, but most of the SEO stuff is done up front where you're looking at optimizing pages that don't necessarily need to be optimized all the time. Interesting. Anyway, I just think that the money that you say it's surprising. First of all, SEO is very cheap. Like it doesn't take a lot of money. And if the metric is cost, SEO is always one of the cheapest channels you could have. Content creation is very, very expensive, but uh, it's basically, so here's actually a really good, um, I, I read this somewhere. SEO dictates the needs of your website or your, or your company. And content creation or content marketing fulfills those needs. And fulfillment is always going to cost more than uh, the the need, right? So SEO goes in, you do your keyword research, you do all these things to dictate what do we need on the website, and then you go and create it 
And all that money and that spend is getting captured in what you said is the number one uh, channel people, uh, companies are putting their money into. Yeah, I can get behind that. When I think of uh, yeah SEO strategies, usually content is heavily supplementing that. But that was like the main um, stuff I saw in the report. I mean, there were some other key takeaways they listed on there. Um, and as I've gone through, it's kind of repetitive outside of their, their key stuff. But um, I guess a couple of the key takeaways, and, and maybe for some of you this is interesting, others maybe not so much, growth plateaus for larger companies, which I think is expected, to where the bigger you get, the slower your growth is. Would you say that is true with your experience at both a small company and several big companies? Can you say that one more time? Growth plateaus for larger companies. As it pertains of, to what? Um, as the company gets higher and higher revenue, your um, your uh, your growth in terms of like leads and whatnot slow down. Mm, I, I'm not sure I'm qualified to answer that. We are not at that point yet. I mean, in our space, which is home security and home automation, home security specifically, uh, just to give you some context, ADT is the biggest home security provider in the United States. And their brand, ADT, has an average search volume of around 200,000. Home security itself has about 90,000, approximately 90,000 monthly search volume. So when you talk about home security, ADT has such a huge brand that more people are searching ADT for home security than the word home security. Hmm. By far, more than double. Interesting. So, so, so someone at ADT would likely have a better idea. We, I say we, Vivint, Vivint Smart Home, we are still the David in this David and Goliath scenario where we're so small, there's so much growth. I mean, we do have over a million customers, but ADT has millions of customers. I mean, we're, we're, not, even, we're not even close to the number of customers that ADT has. Have they plateaued? I don't know. Probably because our growth, our growth is really good. We're growing really, really rapidly. Uh, but, but, so it's hard for me to answer that question. In other words, I don't know. There's the short answer. Fair enough. The other interesting takeaway, and I'll uh, end on this one, was, which is kind of what we already covered, content yields success. So looking at all these companies who have exceeded their revenue goals, trying to find the trend of what do they all have in common, um, says organizations exceeding their revenue goals are more likely to use content creation, online advertising, and branding slash public relation marketing tactics with content creation leading the pack by a substantial lead. Do you have a link to that that you can send out? Like when, when you put in your information, did they just basically open it up uh, to a link or a landing page? That's kind of cheating. Some landing page. Well, when you download it, like once you put in your information, then it just like uh, starts to download. Oh, gotcha. So why don't you share the link to the form or at least the the gate to that content? On the Facebook live feed, so that people can can read this. Will do, Captain. If I can find the dang report here, <laughs> I have the PDF opened. Okay, cool. Did we have anything else? I feel like we can cut the episode a little bit short today. Man, I think that is everything. So this is the season finale. This is season three finale. Uh, there aren't like tons of fireworks involved. But we have some some pretty good plans for season four. We'll probably do some ramping up 
Uh, we mentioned a couple weeks ago that we are not audio visual experts, so we're kind of trying to duct tape this together. But we we want to we want to make it engaging and and fun. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyway, I I guess we'll kind of close out the show for today. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show or found value, I I invite you to go on to iTunes or to Google Play and leave us a review. It really helps out a lot. Uh, you can reach out to us via Twitter at below the fold io. Alternatively, you can go to our website. We also uh, love accepting topic ideas from listeners. There's a form on our website just on on the homepage at the bottom that you can go to. And uh, and that's it. Until next week, we'll catch you below the fold.